I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And we're Ten Cent Beer Life, part of the Cleveland Comedy Network. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright, or that's how it seems. When it comes to love, I'm in need of advice. Welcome to the I'll Be Right Over Here, the Wingman I'm Podcast. My name is Steve Guy, I'm comedian and author of the book Memoirs of a Wingman, and of course, as always, joined by my wonderful co-host, Rebecca Maxwell. Hello, beautiful people. I said wonderful again. Because you were very excited oh, shit, when yeah. I called you wonderful previously. See, it wore off. You said it once already, so it wasn't special this time. <laughs> but, it, but it was special last this time. This is the problem with <laughs> between men and women sometimes. Like, it should, you know, because it's like, it. this friendship and partnership on this podcast has already become that phase in the relationship where... Uh, a woman asks you, well, how do you think I look in this? Oh, you look beautiful, baby. Well, you just have to say that. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just, I'm saying it because. I just I need new compliments every it. week. Something new. That's, so you better come up with. That's very, that's very needy. Yeah. Before. Needy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Before we get too far into this, of course, uh, this podcast is a part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, part of the Cleveland Comedy Festival, and brought to you by Jenkins Insurance Agency. They are all of Talmadge, Ohio. They've been there for decades now and serving the greater Northeast Ohio community. If you have business, auto, life, uh, any sort of personal insurance needs, check out Jenkins Insurance Agency. Also, I should tell you, this is exciting because this is the first time since we've been doing this podcast because we determined that we were going to do it in the middle of a pandemic that we get to do it in person. Yeah. This is different. It is definitely different. There's no lag. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you say things, I can see it matching. I'm going to have to like not look a few times because it's it throws You're not me used off. To it. Yeah, yeah, like I need to not see everything match up and it won't throw me off. Uh but we are at Golden Ox Studio. Uh they do tremendous things out of here, not just recording podcasts, but uh if you have voiceover work or your company needs to do um, you know, like audio advertisements for commercials on radio or anything. They can do all of that and more at Golden Ox Studio. Go to goldenoxstudio.com to learn more of everything that happens. Uh, that being said, Rebecca, you, you, you brought a friend. Which is great. <laughs> She's the perfect friend to bring to something. Yeah, because yeah, we were thinking about what are we going to talk about today? And you're like, well, I'm supposed to hang out with my friend tonight. And look at this. <laughs> and so you're, she's the unprofessional one. I know, not your right? friend, you. I turned it on, on Do Not Disturb. Well, you ruined my whole wonderful <laughs> intro of your friend. Just know, I'm Allie, sorry. that I had such a big it's spiel plan. I know, right? And your, your friend who brought you stole it stole was my it best away. friend. She's in my favorites. So when someone's in your favorites, their call comes through no matter what. How does that make you feel? You're sitting right next to her, and she goes, She's "Oh, that was in my, my favorites too." That was my best friend that called me. Um, her and Marissa have been best friends <laughs> yeah. forever. We're, we're not like that. No, that's I would always never. Good. I would never. This is not like. Uh, Do you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? I'm not. We're neither one no. of us are territorial. That's a bit odd. That's nice. That's yeah, always we good. Don't, 
We're not. We don't engage in that type of behavior. We don't like to pit women against each other in any way, to shape, or form. Nobody does. Uh, that's not true. People do. People yep. like to do it. They do uh, like to do it. But. They do like to do it for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's women that like to do it uh, for reasons unknown. And sometimes people just want to watch Jello wrestling. I don't know. I jello wrestled once in college, actually. There, did you know this? That. I, <laughs> I told you that before. <laughs> I did do it in college with once, yeah, one time. I was really I great until I encountered this, like, like. What do you mean? Wait, <laughs> she wasn't big, but she was like a built. So you said you did it one time, but yeah. you said you were really great until you encountered. Yeah, the so first girl I went against, I was. So it was one night. Yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, because it it's a bracket. Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's a tournament. Okay, if you will. That's very. Um, and I won the first round or two rounds, and then the third round, I was immediately like this bitch yoked me up immediately and i was like tap out tap out tap out and she just kept choking me and i was like get me out of this get me out dude like she had like solid 50 pounds on me i was like nah i'm not that big i'm not that big get me out were you super sticky well i mean like it was so cold and i was really drunk but i mean you remember how i was back in the day you used to drink a lot and so there were a lot of nights where things didn't really affect. So, yeah, the cold was not affecting me at all. And then I showered um, in the one for Brad House at Cleveland State's campus. If anyone else went to Cleveland State, shout out to that one nasty-ass Brad House. I also fell down those stairs one time, head over heels at the toga party. Um, there were a lot of memorable times. Was the Jello? Fighting at the frat house. Yeah, it was. It was. See, this is this is interesting. You always hear about this and like oil wrestling and mud. I have not. That's not true. I probably have met people who have done it, but I've never really had the conversation about it. Yeah. This is you're the first person I've really talked to in depth about this, and this isn't even that in depth. But no, it's not in depth. Thing like Cleveland State isn't like they have one fraternity on campus, and it wasn't even on campus. It was past. Was like off of East Twenty Fourth and Superior. Swear to yeah. God, um, but yeah, they had the Jello wrestling party. They had a toga party my freshman year. Like, now, it so was I'm legit. So in, I'm so in intrigued about this now. So <laughs> when you when you do this and you're wrestling someone in Jello, like it's is, like is it like legit? Like you're really getting angry at this person, or do you kind of have this understanding? Like we're just gonna be fun and silly well, and like, give everybody watching. A good I show. I mean, I played rugby. Was, was there a prize? In high school. No, there wasn't a prize. It was just the glory of being great. So you okay? volunteered. I felt to like just... a Roman gladiator. Okay. Did, okay. You, did you know going into the night that you would be doing this? I mean, we basically made bets if I would do it, and then I chugged a bo- the rest of the bottle of alcohol, so we pretty much all knew I would. Okay. So, so, so this Jello wrestling event was planned. Yeah. Your well, participation was a maybe. I mean, it was pretty much like, even if it's a maybe, it's <laughs> it was like a definite. Happen. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like no doubt. Yeah. Where do you find your friends? We <laughs> met working at Harry Buffalo downtown. Oh, okay. We're this tracks so far. 19. 19? They were 19. Yeah. Wow. And we, uh, we had some good times there. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
I would hope so. This was when I like came home from college and started working, but okay. they like all my friends went to CSU. Gotcha. So I still kind of like had Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did come to a lot of college parties with us. That's yeah. what that's really the college experience is what it's about. Right. Even if you didn't attend right, I don't college just going to the forever. Parties. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't go to right. class either and like, I was technically so. Everybody's gone to classes at right. some point in their lives. College isn't about I mean, it's about going to more classes, but when people are like, oh, the college experience, nah, it's about the dorms and the parties and the social aspect. The camaraderie and, and like, the community and everything, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's about figuring shit out on your own, basically. Anyway, as we figure shit out here and we learn more about Allie, uh, yeah, so you were like, my friend's going to come and we're sitting here, and I already said before we started recording, within five minutes of meeting her, He's like, oh, I didn't have to be on him. Like, you're obviously going to be sitting here watching us yeah. in the corner. You're going to chime in. You might Not as well true. have She's a microphone in your face. She's also very much so a chime in kind of gal. She's going to let you know what she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm just kicking things it. and making it loud. Sorry. Massive boots and feet. Uh, so we, when we were initially talking and you said, oh, Allie's going to come. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, let's talk about her dating life. But you brought up the idea that Allie has this tremendous like list of deal breakers, which is a great topic we haven't covered. <laughs> and if you don't understand what we're talking about, people, deal breakers is as it sounds. You meet someone, and whether or not you want to date them is contingent upon deal breakers that you may or may not have. Some people are strict about them. Some people, not so much. Yeah, I feel like some, there's like... There's like minor things that like okay they bother you but like if they're not a deal breaker to a lot of yeah and then they just like progress and like get worse and worse like classic deal breaker for women when dating men is a height thing you always hear about that y- yeah some you know, girls like like a yeah very generic but yes and i just you know i don't care about height i don't either like, i mean i'm just thinking of a cliche like, none one, of my boyfriends yeah. have been that tall a a cliche deal breaker that yeah. people hear about I'm not saying it's necessarily popular. It's just yeah, it's a cliched one. Uh, what? Well, what are your deal breakers? Let's just get into that. We went into we went into height, and the first thing I thought of was dirty fingernails. I don't know why I thought of that. That's like you want to talk about a cliche deal breaker. Like if you have dirty hands, dirty fingernails. Like I've got a real that really icks me out. And nothing against like people who are like mechanics and work in the industry because that's different. It's like you knew where my next question was going to be. I mean, yeah. that's different because I can tell. And like, I don't know, man, there's a difference. There's a difference between having that stain on your hands that's uh-huh. from a continuous exposure. Like that's to- entirely different than like you just have. It's like so evident that you're yeah. just a dirty person. So you like, don't take care of yourself. Yeah, like wash it, your hands. Fingernails, like for one, dudes with long fingernails altogether, that icks me out. Like, Ooh. I'm sorry, I have hiccups real bad. It's okay. <laughs> and I'm drinking pop, so it's like exacerbating <laughs> it, but it's fine. Um, what f- what is long fingernails on guys? Anything that like if it goes past your. I mean, if I'm start Skin. seeing white tips, yeah. for real, white tips, if I really start to see white it, tips, it could like, be pretty, it could be a small white tip, but like, yeah, I feel like you, everybody's yeah. nail has a small, listen, yeah, as a, as a chronic small, nail small. biter, I have small white tips. Yeah, yeah but, but like, on my a fingernails. small one means Let that me, you can uh, still get a, f- a nail clipper underneath there, 
I mean, not underneath shit. I'm saying this backwards. No, sorry. It's I'm all really right. Sorry about it's that. It's all right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's a long one, then you can still get a nail clipper under there, and I can tell, and you need to trim your nails, and I don't want that shit in my pussy. <laughs> okay. So this is, the, you know, now like we're getting to the root of so why this of. deal breaker takes place. Is a high. She has thing. reasons for all of them. Yeah, which and is, they're legit. This is a legitimate reason because, yeah, especially okay, a in times of COVID, if you have dirty ass fingernails, we know that you're not washing <laughs> your hands, right. and that should be a deal breaker for everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, oh, cool, thanks for putting all that right all over me now. Like. Uh, I think it's too hot to be an exhibitionist, but like if I'm in a movie theater and you were just eating buttery popcorn, like, and you think that licking your fingers off is acceptable, like that's not acceptable. I don't want your shit, those <laughs> buttery fucking saltines. In, I mean, you're like, yeah. go to the bathroom, wash your hands. Yeah, I got a pH to preserve here. Come back, and then maybe we can figure this out. Yeah. All right. That's listen. So far, I'm on board with the dirty fingernail. Deal breaker. I think that's that's legit for a variety of reasons. I mean, this the this makes me sound like I'm I'm a horrid bitch who's just a oh, a man hater, and that's not no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. I don't think it does at all. Everyone has deal breakers. You yeah. just have more specific ones. Yeah. And like you're like I couldn't. It would take me a second to think of my deal breakers. I think, but you are like you always know. You're very you're observant of the people I, that you talk well, to or potentially date. I don't so like oblivious people. That's a deal breaker. If you're even strike me as remotely oblivious, like yeah, you can't have conversations with a lot of people because like you use big words and shit. Oblivious in what sense? I mean, it's just an all encompassing term, really. Like if you're repeatedly oblivious in a number of different ways, like that shit still adds up. Okay, it like. Does. Like, if you're oblivious because you're not considerate enough or you're oblivious for, I'm just like, I work in customer service and I think that's made me so big on, on etiquette. Uh-huh. And like. I think it's like a common sense thing. Yeah, I think it's it, just like, I, like, do it this way. It'll make your life so much easier. Yeah. And like customer service. I mean, it, it's like. Uh, you're walking up and you, the line forms here, but you just walk right in front of everybody. And even if you don't see the sign that says the line forms here, you have completely missed the 15 right. people standing over here. Uh, yeah, that's being oblivious to something. Something like that. Yeah. You don't like people like that. Yeah, I just, yeah, there's a lot of... It's, it's it, more of an in, uh, being inconsiderate. Yes, I think, yeah. Well, I think those two kind of go hand in hand are kind of a reflection of one another. Usually people that are oblivious are inconsiderate. Yeah, sure. And usually people that are inconsiderate are simultane <laughs> simultaneously oblivious. So um, that's a deal breaker for me, for sure. But that's just... I think that's just men and women are so different. Like, women pay attention to so much more. And I'm not... It's a stigma, but it's a stigma rooted in truth. Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean, everything's kind of rooted in truth. You know, things that we know and talk about for the most part. Yeah. So these are, I mean, these are good so far. Not neither one of these make you sound like a horrible person. These I mean, are, they don't make me sound horrible, but they just make me sound like so much work. And 
No, I mean, not yeah, really. I do require a lot of effort. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Well, maybe we'll end up getting to that. But thus far, these are just like legitimate, basic things that, like, okay, deal breaker. You don't fucking wash your hands. Uh, deal breaker. Yeah, but I know, feel like my only like real deal breaker that I can ever think of is like being racist. Like, yeah, that's a deal breaker. That's a huge deal that's breaker. A huge well, racist, homophobic, any of that, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's like a huge like. That's the only thing that ever comes to my mind. I'm sure there's other things that I like consistently see. If your name is Mike, that is a deal breaker these days. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a more so, recent deal breaker for yeah. you. Yes. Yes. Hey, I I got through all of 2020 with no mics. One mic in the beginning, but it was a re a re thing, so like it didn't count. Mm-hmm. Revisited. Yeah. So that was it previously uh being named Mike was a deal maker. Yeah, it was for a long time. <laughs> Far was. too long. Far yeah. too long. And now it's, it's a deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah, I mean, being a bigot and uh, and racist and things, sure, major deal breaker for a lot of people. Yeah, that's again, but that's an obvious. That's an obvious thing. Yeah. What else, Allie? Have we hit it? Well, one? I have a good one. I have a good one. Okay, if okay. your butt is concave. That shit is a deal breaker. If your butt is concave. Yeah, my whole entire life I've had a nice butt. So, like, if you can't even, like, bring a little bit to the table, that shit's a deal breaker. You don't like a flat ass. No, hell no. If you got a Hank Hill booty, like, uh uh-uh, you better go pick up the squats. Right. Because, like, when they walk away and, like, when you're laying in bed, you're like... Do I want to look at that for the rest no. of my days? No. I want to be able to, like, gaze in awe at the shape of your fucking butt. I just saw this funny ass, this screenshot that was getting circulated on Twitter about those fucking Amazon leggings. Have you, the ruched, yeah. oh, I'm so them. sorry. The, of course. The of course. ruched, the, they're ruched in the butt, so they enhance, they enhance and, pro- and pronounce yeah. The um, curve in in your booty, if you will. And this woman is like, I have a Hank. These are multiple different phrases that she used. And one was, I have a Hank Hill booty. And if you're trying to enhance your fart factory, and I just can't in my head stop referring to it as like a fart factory now. Because I'm like, well, yeah. Everybody farts. Everyone. And anyways, that was just such a good review. But if you have a concave booty, like that shit is a deal breaker. See, now we are getting to something that's more like bad hygiene can apply and should apply. To yeah, it should. That should You're be a right. deal breaker it's for a universe. Everybody. And if you don't brush your teeth enough, ugh, I'm really big on on dental hygiene. Like I'm one of the most insane people I know about dental hygiene and yeah. like. You have those fuzzy, like, you know how remember people... um, bread mouth? Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, if your teeth look 24-7 like you just bit into a Panera baguette, like... Like, you, <laughs> you... know how, like, you have, get, like, stuffed... Oh, stuff. Yeah, sure, like, if sure, you just sure. got done eating a chicken yeah, Caesar gross. wrap... Yeah. That's gross. That's yeah. the grossest teeth in the yeah. world. Oh, my God. Yeah, that. his teeth did look like he just... It yeah. bit into a chicken mm. Caesar wrap. Like. Yeah, that's 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 sure. That's that disgusting. That's there, all right. There you. I mean, there you go. That's still not. That's still. I think. I think the butt thing is probably the most. That's vain. It's yeah, vain. that's probably that's the weird. most vain thing that you have on that list. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really vain. I mean, I am vain. I just want to <laughs> reveal it. <laughs> I mean, like, duh. Um, I'm trying to think. There's, I have a, a ton of weird deal breakers now that I'm trying to think. 
I don't know. What are yours? I, you know, yeah. I've been sitting here trying to think about weird this. calves. I don't like weird calves. I can't do weird calves. Like, like calf muscles? Yeah, I played soccer for 12 years. Like, you have to have nice legs. Oh. What is a weird calf? I don't know, man. I just know it when I see it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's very specific. That's very specific, actually. <laughs> like, super specific. You, it sounds like, between the butt and the calves, like you just want someone who... Looks like a soccer player. That's not fair. I don't want someone who looks like a soccer player. Okay. Well, she dates soccer players. That's also not fair. But you also date, true. You only date soccer players? That's, also, that's not actually even not true. Also, not only. Not you only want someone. All. You want someone that, like, is athletic per se. Like, yeah, you don't have they, to be, like... They exercise occasionally. They, they, yeah. they do something. They look like they move. Yes. Yeah. That's all right. That makes sense. That's like, uh, that's more of like a type than a deal breaker, I suppose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't go for one of those people. Like yeah. you, you wouldn't go. If you saw somebody with weird calves and no ass, you wouldn't go for <laughs> no, that person. So like, you don't even get to the point where like, oh, this isn't happening. You like, you, you just never get there. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you what can have the like... most Dave Franco of all faces and I would still be repulsed. Are you on dating apps? And like when you. Fuck no. Okay. I'm just, I just am picturing you swiping on someone and matching uh, and then be like, can you send me a ruthless. picture of your legs? I would be, I was just going to say I would be <laughs> so ruthless. Yeah. Like I just can't. I don't know. I can't. Um, she meets people the old fashioned way. I'm, I'm trying to think of what uh, major deal breakers are for me. And I don't know. I think that for me, the deal breakers happen per person yeah as as i'm going along like trump supporter yeah absolutely fucking not sorry yeah probably not on board with that yeah um no but like okay you know like some people say like okay what if somebody was a fan of like okay so you're a diehard browns fan you fall in love with a steelers fan like is that a deal breaker for some people that's the dumbest shit it probably is though it is a deal breaker for some people that's so fucking dumb there was a point oh god i'm so sorry that was my phone that's all right sorry there was a point in time in my youth where i felt like that was going to be a deal breaker like kind of thing for me but then then someone brought up a good point she's like yeah but if you think about it Every time the Browns and Steelers play, you have amazing hate and makeup sex, like all <laughs> and everything after every single True. time. Like no, like no matter what. And I was like, that's uh, that is a fair. A that's a fair point to make. That's a great point to make. Yeah. And from that point on, I was like, yeah, all right. I you know I don't care. Yeah. Uh, maybe the obnoxious Yankees fan. That might I be. Hate the Yankees. Maybe that could be a deal breaker for me. Just because yeah, the like obnoxious of, oh. Yankees fan is usually just obnoxious anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it goes hand in hand. But even we've talked about this, like you don't have to love sports. I think enjoying going to sports used to be a deal breaker for me. But it's more so not being open to even going. Right. Like just not wanting to be social and not attending it. That's a deal breaker for me. We can go because we can go and have a great time. At this sporting event, there's just so much else going on. Even if you hate football, baseball, or basketball, or soccer, or anything else, it doesn't matter. Like you can have you can have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you don't like sports, that's fine. We can go. But if you're someone who's like, nah, I don't even want to go to that. That's probably a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Like just. I think like 
this is being a little dramatic, but not really. Like, I don't think, as it's coming out, it's sounding worse. I don't know that I could just, like, hang out or, like, date a dude that only drank, like, Bud Light or, like, Coors Light. Or, like, you know, like, if, like, only drinks either just light beer, nothing else, or, like, one specific beer, and that's, like, all they drink. Like, no. You know what? Because you brought up alcohol, how someone gets drunk is a deal breaker for me. Like, how they are when they're hammered. Oh, how they are, not how they get there. Okay. Yeah, not how they get there. How they are, who they are when they're hammered yeah. is a deal breaker for me. Because oh, yeah. If we're, if we're going out with friends, like I do a lot of things and events that, of course, have drinking at them. And if you can't handle your shit or I have to keep an eye on you the entire time, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, no, I got so much other stuff. Going on, you know, like in the world of stand-up comedy, if if you come to one of my shows with me and I have to worry about you being wasted and acting like an asshole, then, whoa, somebody's driving by uh, and acting like an asshole, then that's a deal breaker. Yeah. Because if if I can't take you somewhere in public and you can't handle yourself in the room, I can't do that. Yeah. I need like a social being who doesn't need me to babysit them especially doesn't need to me to pay attention to how much they're drinking. Right. Like if you're going to look worse than me, we got a problem. Cause like, <laughs> you know, I can get there sometimes, but yeah, I've got to be able to take you around my friends, my family who all enjoy drinking. Now you can, you can say I'm just not going to drink, but then that means we probably haven't gotten to that deal breaking point. Right. So like, I don't need you. I don't need someone to get wasted with me. Mm-hmm. I just need you to not be an asshole when you're wasted. And so if you know that you are an asshole when you're wasted, then the person I need you to be for this deal breaker is person not who understands person. <laughs> to, that they won't get there. Yeah. Right. Like they're someone who's like, you know what? At about five or six drinks. Right. Especially now that we're older, like, okay, when you're like 23 and everybody's like, blackout sloppy wasted at the club like no one really cares yeah whatever but then once you get older you're just like okay like it's time to like figure it out figure out like what to drink when to drink it how to drink it yeah like i don't know that's my big deal breaker i would say any another one would be like any drugs past i don't i don't even know oh yeah drugs is pretty that's like, absolutely not a deal breaker for me. That's so fucked yeah, up to say, really but that not. is absolutely not like not a deal any not me. any level of drugs. I mean, if you're fucking like, I mean, there is a deal breaker. Like, clearly, if you're addicted to something, or if you have, or if something's off about you, I'm going to detect it right. because I'm usually pretty aware as it is. But if you're dating someone who's doing a couple lines every now and then, you're like, yeah, whatever. I will probably join you. Okay. So no, I don't like. <laughs> That's not, I mean, if, in, if you know you have a problem with it, then respect the dynamics of that relationship and be aware. But, yeah, yeah. like, I don't think it's really fair to hold it against people when they try things or if they no, like to do I, something no, no, every now I don't, and then. I just don't want them, like, constantly doing. I That's don't know, fair. I just don't want to do them. So, like, I've never really been around anything other than weed and, like, whatever. That's like, true. I'm cool with right. that. Like, if, you know, we're in Cleveland, Ohio. If it's snowing outside, I don't want it also snowing in my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> if you're a responsible, like, 
I don't do them that often anymore, but I did used to love to experiment, but I'm usually pretty responsible about it. And I know my limits and I can feel my boundaries and I'm trust that most people around me can do the same, even though that's probably, I think, a naive to do. Yeah. Super naive to do. Um, I think it's fun. I don't know. I just... Well, that's the thing is be like, that's, you would like it because you would do it with them. I would be sitting there like, just like watching them. Yeah. Like if I did them, if I ever wanted to, like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. But like, I don't care if anyone's ever done them in the past or whatever, but like, yeah, same. or just go do them without me. Like, well, yeah, do them or do them without me. And you I know. think too, uh, like even, I don't really, uh, smoke weed or anything because I've done it. Uh, I've just never really been that high. So I just kind of like, all right, um, I'm done even trying this, you know? So I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm wasting my friend's money. I don't, whatever, I'm done doing it. But I don't have anything against it. So when people are doing it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm yeah. just over here and I'm chilling. But again, even similar to drinking, it's about who you are when you're doing those things. Yeah. And the deal breaker is just if you're an asshole. If you're an asshole when you're doing any of those things, not going to work. Well, that's fair. I mean, I think that's probably true for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair. I mean, again, that's not. That's like my initial deal, deal breakers. Like right. Poor hygiene is like, that's, that's fair to say. You know what I mean? Those are all fair deal breakers. Getting, getting along with my brothers is a big deal breaker. Really? Major deal breaker. Yeah, they're not, you, going, they're not going anywhere. Okay. So if you can't get along with them, hmm. you're the one who has to leave. I would say not wanting kids would be a deal breaker for me for long term. That's fair. That's a deal breaker. There you go. That's a good one. You don't have to get along with my siblings. Yeah, I, don't I know. With my siblings. <laughs> you don't even have to like. That's nice. You don't have to be best friends with my siblings. But they but like, like you. Yeah. Yeah, like you can talk shit about them when I'm talking shit about them. Like we could do that together. But I don't mean, you hate when someone else talks shit about yeah. your family, but you can talk about them? Wow. Like one hundred percent. If like if you're just open, like if I open up the conversation talking shit about my siblings, you're welcome to yeah. join in. But like even then, you have to be censored about it because mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Wow, my brother's such a blah 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 blah," and then you can be like, "Yeah, he's such a dick." But if you like are like, "Yeah, your brother's yeah. such a blah 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 blah," I'm gonna be like. Time up. No, he's not. Like, watch your mouth. What do you mean? This is why he's not, not, and not. But yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. That is, you know, as this has gone along, the, these are the things I'm thinking of. That is, that's probably my number one deal breaker. That's an oblivious thing too. That's being oblivious and or, or not being aware. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like, like if you talk shit on somebody's sibling, is well, being oblivious. It, it, that, that's a social awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And a, speaking out of turn or saying something improper, or, like people make mistakes. We blab out whatever. I yeah. mean, I, I'm, I don't know anyone who does it worse than me. Like, <laughs> shit, I wish I had a better freaking sensor than I do, but I, that's like people are, can be really socially unaware and it's like such a 
fucking turn off, man. Like some of the yeah. shit they say sometimes. I'm you have like, to apologize for people. Yeah, that shit like, sucks. Oh, sorry about what he said. Which is funny because sometimes I apologize for my brothers. Yeah, but that's different. But I am sitting here like, yeah, you you're can't. not living with your brothers every single 365 days a year, right. or like procreating with your brothers or right. whatever the fuck you're doing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's true. It's an entirely different dynamic. It is. It is. It is. I'm, another one of my beefs is like social awareness is like what they say to customer service people. Like I'm a server bartender. Like I'm definitely very like if I'm out yeah. with somebody and they even like I have to correct people on the way that they order things. Yeah. Or, like stuff like that. I'm like, we are not. Um, we are not the same. No, like, like don't order it the wild caught Atlantic pecan crusted salmon. <laughs> like just order the fucking salmon. How how you treat people in general? Yeah. To me, yeah, it becomes a deal breaker because we've talked about this not as deal breakers, mm-hmm. but in general about uh, like like first dates. You pay attention to how somebody takes care of a waiter, waitress, bartender, doesn't matter, and how they tip them. Yeah. All of that definitely goes probably in the deal breaker definitely. pile for me. Because it's embarrassing. It yeah. You don't want to have to teach somebody, like, I'm not your mom. I'm not here to teach right. you how to treat people and how to be a grown-up. And it's, like, and the, uh, I guess the oblivious thing, unbeknownst to me, is probably a deal breaker as well, because one of the stories I told on here is that I went on a first date with, with a woman, and uh, we were not planning on getting dinner, it was just supposed to be like a couple of drinks. Uh-huh. She had not eaten. And so she was like, do you mind if I do get something to eat? I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. I'm thinking we'll get a couple appetizers. And remember this story? And yeah. she gets like a 90 to, we have a 90 to hundred dollar check. And we he was go like to struggling place. for money at the time. Yeah. Which I had told her. And uh, cause I like, I just lost my job and stuff. And uh, she orders a $45 shot of tequila because she thought the bottle looked pretty. And at the end of this, she was like, so uh, do you have this? I'm like, uh, can we split this? I'm like, what are you kidding me? Awkward. $100. Uh, the plan was we were going to have like two drinks each, and here we are not doing that. So I was like, eh, deal breaker. Like, yeah. I've, ar- I've already let you know where I am, what my status is. And you totally disregard it. You totally disregard it. It's inconsiderate. It is. That's inconsiderate. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is why, you know, as before we even sat down to talk about deal breakers, we were talking about how you are, at least uh, Rebecca's friends, the one who has most the label of hating men. <laughs> and you were saying because men generally are more inconsiderate than women. And that's true. And I was like, there are exceptions to the rule. But you can do that with anything. I mean, there's always, yeah. there's but I think always outliers. Right. Absolutely. And I, I think you're right that guys are probably generally more inconsiderate. Yeah. Do we know why? Because they're lazy and they never had to be considerate because <laughs> I'm sure like uh, it's like this whole thing where like I, I feel like it's mother's fault sometimes too because they baby their sons. That's interesting. And don't teach them because, well, also, I don't think that that men have really been taught to deal with the modern day woman because they're taught by their parents who lived in a completely different world where women really didn't have much as much as we have now. Yeah. So they don't know how to teach their sons how to actually treat women. Well, it's not now. even in like always a direct teaching either. Sometimes it's right. It's watching. It's your what you've right. observed growing up. Right. And you see how It's always like it, like it's like the fam- like my family like they're still the my mom cooks everything. My mom cleans everything. My yeah, mom really? does the laundry. Like it is very like Did your mother uh work when you were growing mm-hmm. up? 
But she would come she home would, and then no. She, she, got a, she was able to not work at first. Okay. And then she went back to work. Like, she had, like, leave every time she had a kid or whatever. My dad has the business. And then she went back to work when I was younger. Gotcha. But then she's worked ever since. But, yeah. Always okay. cooks the dinner. But, like, now women are more willing to stand up for themselves. Yeah. More able to stand up for themselves and what they want and what they need. And I don't, men just haven't caught up yet, I don't think. Also, a this lot of them. assumption that women are great cooks is a whole other thing. I'm a but, fucking horrible cook, so <laughs> that would be a big fucking lie because I'm literally the worst cook I know. This See? And so sometimes so, when guys are inconsiderate of this stuff, to me it doesn't make sense because, like, at the end of the day, you want to eat a good meal, right? Yeah. So if you know that you're a better cook than her, and, and but your mentality is, oh, the woman should cook, like, why? Well, yeah. If you know that you're, if you know she's a horrible cook and you keep getting shit meals, you can't keep saying, I want a good meal. You go in the kitchen and cook yourself the good meal then. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess that, that you're right. I, I would imagine it's the observation of parents and we're still not that far removed from when moms didn't even go to work and, mm-hmm. and there was that. Why do you think, Allie? I mean, is it based on experience or? A general thought. I mean, it's interesting to me because, I don't know. I think that I always try to blame it on, like, single mothers versus a two-parent home, but I don't necessarily think that's, like, a root cause at all, and I just think it's just, it's a societal epidemic. Like, there's accountability there, and women are constantly held more accountable across the board for our actions, what we say, what we do, how we present ourselves, just overall, like, and and I think women are more empathetic altogether, and I think that those two things combined just create a, a, a hyper level of awareness that for men, like to get there, it requires a lot of thought and a lot of introspection. And, and that's really uncomfortable to do to recognize how wrong you are or to recognize like. I grew up in a conservative household and I was so outspoken about it for years. And then I went to college to fucking Cleveland State of all places and learned a couple things. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you, real world, for teaching me these fucking lessons. I've been speaking with my foot in my mouth for fucking 20 years Mm -hmm. like thank you for the education and and i don't think enough men want to sit there and be accountable and take the time and the effort it takes to start being more aware because once you open the door it's a domino effect you start thinking about everything but prior to that you think about nothing yeah you know what i'm saying to you it goes back to kind of what's has been a theme was a theme of 2020 and everything else is we talk about privilege and things like that because guys have just always been able to get away with a lot more than everything women. yeah 100 and it just the rules haven't always applied to them in the same manner that they apply to women you know like uh i don't know this is a very old reference but for instance mark Wahlberg can drop his pants when he's doing Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and he's he's just in his boxer briefs in music videos or whatever. And it's like, oh, it's Marky Mark. And he's, Ooh, yeah. right. 
And then a wimp, Madonna, on the other hand, being Madonna, right. was like, ooh, she's really pushing the envelope Edge cutting, here. whatever. Right. It's like, why? Because she's in a, a cone bra? You think right. that her tits are shaped like that? <laughs> Meanwhile, Marky Mark's bulge is hanging out? I mean, right? come on. The same could be said for rap lyrics or just anything. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's women have to be more accountable because men aren't accountable enough. And, yeah. and like, that's... And so getting away with all that stuff has led to them being... In yeah. Con- hey, that has an Im- doesn't it's impact cyclical. me. Yeah. yeah. And it's deep-seated. And, and it, oh, yeah. it requires a lot of unlearning to um, learn the, really the right way to engage with women. And, and it's so, like, women are so invested in it as well that I just... I don't know... I'm not a man hater by any means. I fucking love dick all day. Like slap my face with your penis, please. Like if you can respect me outside of the sheets, you can splooge on my face. Like that's no fucking big deal to me. Like seriously, I don't think that's disrespectful, but if the shit you say about me in front of people is even remotely disrespectful, I'm going to fucking smack your face. Yeah. Cause that shit's old. Like stop perpetuating it. It comes back to being oblivious. Yeah. Right. Because you're uh, everybody, everybody is cool with stuff until it shows up on their doorstep. That's kind of how a lot of men are. It's like, well, they don't, that doesn't really, yeah, I don't have to deal with that. So, whatever, I just kind of ignore it. Yeah. And they're oblivious to the fact that so many things even exist and happen, and they don't understand that uh, it's the, and I, and like, I get now, I mean, I, I understand where the perspective is for some modern men who are who are like, oh well, women are getting jobs and they're doing stuff and blah blah blah. It's like, sure, yes, that's happening, but they again, being oblivious, are missing the point that like, nah, it's been a much bigger struggle for right to get to that point. They don't though. get it. You're missing that big picture just because the one woman in your office got the biggest promotion in the company doesn't mean awesome women are doing great overall. That still means that four out of the five executive positions are occupied by men. Yes. Yes. Which means it's still that much more difficult for women to get to that level. And so I get it. Totally get it. It goes back to being oblivious. Yeah. Guys are... Guys are inconsiderate. I just, yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like that kind of goes back into, like, dating, too, because we're held to such a high standard that, like, you know, I would laugh in someone grown man's face if he asked me what my body count was. But, like, (laughs) that is, like, you never hear a girl ask a dude what their body count is because, like, who the fuck cares? But a dude will ask you... What, like or like care about who you have relations with before you ever met them. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like okay, but what about you? What were you doing? Like why right. is it okay for you to do this and I can't? Like You're right. It's I will say for me, the only time that was ever a deal breaker, there was a point where I was like, you know what? I don't know that I want to be with someone that's been with my friends. That's a little weird. That's fine. Well, that's, that's a weird thing. That's fine. That's different. But yeah. because she's been with people or whatever yeah. the amount of people or whatever like just that's like i'd love the term are you, like are you clean that's what matters right right that's the deal breaker yeah if you're safe you're good whatever i don't need to know anything else there are like, people who have been with 10 people who are filthy as shit because right. they knew that a few of those 10 
were very filthy, and they were like, I don't care, I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. There are people who have been with a hundred people who are super clean. Yeah. It's not always about the number. Yeah. It's about everything else. Allie, you were laughing, and I feel like when she was saying that, you had a thought. Oh, my God, I had this crazy ex-boyfriend who one time we were out to eat a hibachi restaurant. Um, and he asked me, he was like, how many people have you had sex with? And I was like, well, and I told him the number and he was like, I've only had sex with blah, blah. And I was like, well, <laughs> and I laughed when he told me that because he was clearly butthurt. I knew he was butthurt. And when he asked the fucking question, I was like, you don't really want to fucking know this. Right, so please. don't fucking bother asking it. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to know it. Tell me, what's, what's the number? Is and then it? I told him. And then his face, like, he immediately, like, tears welled in his eyes. And I immediately laughed. And I was like, my body count is four times your body count. And he was. <laughs> four, four to one, folks, is what oh, we're going in, okay? She had, he was <laughs> she had four people. He had one people. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. So upset. And like it caused we hadn't gotten our meals yet. And then we had to leave early and it like caused this whole thing. And like I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, I don't care about that stuff. This is I when I used to do this podcast by myself, one of the episodes that I did was about this whole concept of of talking about your number and really why you should not. Or if you're going to, you know, if you're going to, it's because you want to know if they're clean and realize, like, just ask somebody if they're clean. Right. Like, when it's, it's the last time you got do. tested. Yeah, it's things like that. Yeah. Um, it's, or it is, like, in this guy's case, probably, the thing is, guys, when they're not very experienced, want to know. Because they want to know that you're not, that you are as he inexperienced. He was insecure about it. Yeah, they want you to be as inexperienced as they that's are. that's also bullshit. It is bullshit. I, <laughs> I get it. But that's actually, you know, I shouldn't even say that that's So like, because you're not comfortable with yourself, I should feel the same? It's, like It's wrong for me to even say that it's a guy thing, because I think it's, it's, it's a person thing. Yeah, you know but I mean? it's not women fair do that to too. men. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Rule men one. don't deal that breaker. was literally the first rule you said too don't hit the table but yeah. men don't know how to deal with women who are really comfortable with themselves like yeah. we have fucking big dig energy on this fucking side of the table okay <laughs> and we've had it for a very long time now and both of us full on embrace it and like it makes it extremely difficult because men are either fascinated by it and they don't know what to do with it mm -hmm. or they want to belittle it yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. Everybody wants the Instagram model until they're with the Instagram model. Then it's like, well, well I don't want everybody else liking your pictures. Like, right. Well, you were one of the people liking the pictures. Right. You are that person. You're either with it or you're not. You know, it's but it's, what you signed up for. Baby. Yeah. And there's a variety of reasons that I, I think people go down those routes. Sometimes people. The insecurity thing is, yeah, they're inexperienced. So they want their partner to be just as inexperienced. Or they want some people really have hold on to that romanticism of all of it being very special. And so if they find out you've been with a lot, a lot of people. They're like, oh, it's not very, I'm not, I'm not 12? special anymore. I, I get I it. Know. You know what I mean? Like people have that perception that they maybe aren't special not to Not that, okay, then. see, I don't want to say, what are we, 12? Because, okay, yes, first time is special. Yeah. Like, if anyone's younger and listening or hasn't, yes, your first time should be special, whatever, someone that you trust. It doesn't need to be candles and roses and whatever, but somebody that you trust. So, 
just a side note there. Um, yeah. Time out because the. F- I'm just gonna throw this out there. The first time I lost my virginity was. Well, I mean, the not first. the first time. <laughs> well, it kind of was the first time because it was really embarrassing. <laughs> And it was, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. And then I didn't have sex. Oh, wait, I did two more times. And then I didn't have sex again for a year because I was really embarrassed and ashamed about it. But yeah, I got really lucky. My first time was pretty good. Ugh, like, not good, so like good, good, but it was. Embarrassing. Ugh. I'm not going to talk about it. I probably will it's talk not, about it because I have no boundaries. It's not that great but. for everybody. I mean, that's kind but of like, how it goes. You don't know like, what you're doing. <laughs> we pump it up so much and like. I just, we don't go about it the right way. Like, it, it, the conversation needs to be, like, as long as you're comfortable and... and well, yeah, that's... And I always say, you ever think about, like, your how your parents have affected you and how you're going to change it when you parent? Right. Never, ever talked about sex. Nothing. Right. Like, it yeah. was, like, taboo. Like, it was, like, it didn't exist. They tried, you know, they just wanted to keep me as innocent as possible. And I wish that they had not done that. Like, I got lucky and I, like, I did, like, have a good experience in the beginning, whatever, like, but a lot of the time, like, you don't know what you're doing, so, like, and you're young when you do that. Yeah. You know, when you're going to start experimenting, so, like, I think that the education about it needs to be far more than it ever was when we were younger, and hopefully kids are getting it more, like, in school and stuff. Yeah, you could pay attention to school, that's what I did, but uh, it's funny, I, when I do comedy i have a joke about uh, how in my family i'm like the middle child and don't get attention but then i have four parents and not one of them ever had the sex talk with me. meanwhile they had it with my older brother and my younger brother constantly oh, i never had the sex talk they ever. both had uh first child like out of wedlock <laughs> like those are the ones you should be and you did but then right. like i had nothing i'm like whatever it's fine uh, let me ask you this as we wind this down and we're talking about, cause we were talking about numbers and we're talking about deal breakers and we thought, Oh, it comes from a place of insecurity when we talk about numbers. But on the flip side is somebody with a very low number, a deal breaker. No, if you find no, that as out. long as you know what you're doing, no. as long as we can, I would say as long as we can find a common ground, whether it's talking about it, trying different things, whatever to make our sex good like if you're just like inexperienced and don't know what you're doing like we can learn but we need to get to that point like i'm not gonna sit here and have shitty sex forever what if that number was zero uh, oh. no <laughs> yeah i'm That's not no i'm not taking Hell no I'm, i was i'm I not was, taking nobody's virginity i was in that position once i would uh, take someone's but not now as an almost 30 year old right because that would mean they would be 18 in not doing that. in my 20s i was in that position uh, my younger twenties, and she was only a couple years younger than me, but had had not uh, felt like she was the awkward, ugly duckling or something in school. And she's a very pretty girl, but uh, yeah, uh, liked her. She really liked me, but uh, I was like, I don't think so. That shit's uncomfortable. That's, yeah, and well, you get the vibe. You feel like a predator. If they're gonna clingy. Yeah, you get Mm-mm. that vibe where it's like, well, we and have I to feel be like in that's love worse now. For men. It's like, no, no, we don't. We don't have to be in love because we did this. That's that. So I, I just did not. I avoided Smart. that. See, look at you. Yeah, responsible. Yeah, I waited until she did and then came back around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just thinking. Smart. Yeah, Genius. real smart. Uh, 
But, you know, the, the flip side of it is the number is very low. It's like you were just kind of pointing out is that you basically could teach them. Yeah. <laughs> you bring them along to what you want. That's kind of probably the dream that is scenario. True, but you have to be that kind, that kind of person. Uh, and I'm not really that kind of person. I'm not that kind of person either. So I it's feel like, so like I could be if I really, ever. like, if See? it was like so, my Prince Charming loved this man, whatever. But I probably wouldn't know that I loved him until I did him. So, like, that's probably not going to happen. Well, but what if that number was, like, two people? First of yeah, all, but I'm never gonna know because I'm never gonna ask them. Yeah, that's but it. so somebody, so you somebody, with two people. I don't care. If somebody brings it up, what if is I'm that like, a deal breaker? What if I'm like, wow, this you're the most amazing lover I've ever had, and then he's like, I've only banged two people. I'd be like, wow, those two people were really knowledgeable about yeah, what or they like were. Maybe yeah. they were in a long term relationship. Yeah, I, I mean, like, so you'd be fine. So I yeah, would right. again. But I just wouldn't take someone's virginity because so. you. Okay, because you still. I feel like you still have you to have put one. in effort to teach people something if their number is extremely low. It's not zero, but it's still pretty low. Even if you don't, I don't know, man. I think that they should. They should just do their own research and just. Um, Horns for. Yeah, exactly. Although, even so, like, it's very obvious. Although, look uh, at a diagram of where the clitoris is because I, they're. I watch porn and they're like eating pussy and I'm there like, all the way up there. Yeah, or they're like down at the. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, it's not there and it's not up here. It's, yeah, like, it's like right in the middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> that's it. There you go. That's all right. Yeah, in the middle. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be our clip that we throw on social media since we have these cameras. It's not up there. It's not down here. It's right in the middle. It was just a teaching moment for everybody. And they'll have no idea what we're talking about. They'll know. But like, yeah. you know, you have to listen. Tune in, know, everyone. You know. uh, all right. Any other deal breakers? Um, I'm, we'll end this sucker. I would say long distance. I, I'm not doing that. If I'm a morality run. person. So if in any way, shape, or form, I think you lack integrity or I think that you can't even come close to upholding my morals, then... Deal breaker. Deal breaker. I don't compromise on those in any way, shape, or form. I'm rigid as fuck. Again, you're that deal breaking? Not a horrid bitch kind of thing. No, I just <laughs> think about shit that people don't think about. Like, that, I don't know. It's annoying. It gets to be annoying. Uprighteous as fuck, so whatever. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Rebecca, any final comments here we end this sucker? Nothing that I can think of. All right. All right. If you guys enjoyed this episode uh, or you want any sort of advice, if you have anything to add, uh, shoot us an email. Be right over here at gmail.com. You could always hit us up on Twitter at the Steve Guy at Rebecca underscore underscore Max. And uh, Allie, thanks so much for swinging by. Do thanks you, for having me. Do you want people to follow you on social media if they listen to this? Um, do you not care? I'm currently in a pending DUI case so I am private on Twitter and that is the only social media account I have so Bam. no thank you there you go we're not tagging Allie on this one <laughs> but she'll be there there you have it thanks to our uh, excellent guest who uh, has some shit she's got to figure out in her own life despite having all these deal breakers for you uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode and uh, join us next week and I'll be right over here the Wingman Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. I'm just a small town guy with a handful of dreams. My future seems bright or that's how it seems when it comes to love. I'm in need of advice. I'm in need
need of advice 